Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Water Break Podcast. My name's Brittany Woods, and I'm your host. I just want to start out with saying that I hope you guys feel like, in a way, connected. It's like I, it's almost like writing a letter where I'm writing all my thoughts and feelings and you know, all the things that come up in my life and I'm just sharing it with you guys. And then it's so fun for you guys to respond uh, with your answer. Like I'm actually talking to somebody and not just empty space. So I appreciate that. And if you guys want to message me about any topics that I talk about, please do. Um, I'm not just this cold emptiness on the video So if you guys want to reach out and talk to me, I love it. I am not going to ignore you because I want to reach out and I want to connect in any way I can. So today we are going to be talking about hobbies. Um, So hobbies to me have become something that I've always tried to have just because I never really had one. I did a lot of sports growing up, which I loved. I had so much fun playing sports. I loved getting out and playing with other people. I love the competition, and I'm a very competitive person, especially when it comes to sports. Sometimes me and my husband will go out and play racquetball, and if we go out a couple times in a row and he beats me, I get kind of, (laughs) I'm a poor sport, (laughs) Um, but I still have a really good time. But yes, if I'm losing, I get really frustrated, but it kind of brings out, like when I start to lose, it really brings out this energy and this, I don't know, it's like just this thing that comes up inside of me and I just like want to release it and I get so competitive. I just want to beat him in sometimes. I will just try and play it off like super smooth, like I don't even care, but it's so, (laughs) it affects me so much, but that's kind of what makes it fun. So uh, racquetball is definitely one of my hobbies that I loved and any kind of sports that you find interesting to play is super important because it not only helps like your mental game, but you get to go out and socialize and be outside and just have a good time. And I was just, I don't know, I guess that was really my only hobby. I did a lot of different things, um, but I never really stuck to any hobbies. I would always play around with a couple things. And if I wasn't like instantly good at it, I would just kind of quit. And yeah, that was me. (laughs) Um, But as I've grown up, I've kind of realized the importance of hobbies and how important they can be to you and uh, the vital role that it plays in your life. So what are hobbies? Um, The list can go on and on. For me, in the past, they were just kind of this other thing that I would do when I was bored. And it was fun for a little bit, but then I wouldn't really stick to it, so I wouldn't continue it. So I never really found the benefit in them. Um, But now, probably ever since I got married, there's a lot more downtime. I went through so many stages of hobbies. Um, 
let me, I kind of put a list together of like all the different ones that I did. Okay. So just a little list of what I did. And this is a list that I had had since, I don't know, since I was married and it was more than just sports because playing sports, it's really hard. Once you're out of high school, it's really hard to find a group of people that all want to play and then are actually physically skilled and they have time to actually do it. So it's really hard to do that when there's like multiple people involved. So it's good to try and find a hobby that you can play or do with just yourself. Um, so some of the things that I dabbled in was before I had Isla, of course, I went through that stage of making bows and I, <laughs> so I'm one of those people that goes like 100%. Like if I have an idea of something that I want to do, I will research the crap out of it. And I will find out everything that I need and everything I need to do for it and how much it's going to cost. And I imagine all these ideas of what I'm going to do with it and everything. And so the first one that I did was bows and I bought a sewing machine. I, yeah, I bought an entire sewing machine. It was like a super nice one on Amazon. I think the last time that I had sewn, actually sewn anything was... <laughs> I was in high school and for a project for church they had us sew pajama pants and they were probably the most uncomfortable pajama pants ever it was my first very first sewing project I think my mom was like an avid sewer she sewed us so many things oh my gosh I remember one Halloween I think she did this for a couple Halloweens and a couple Easter's she would sew us our Halloween costumes and oh for Easter she sewed us all matching dresses and uh, all I have all girls in my family so it was so cute and it was so fun once I got to about age I don't know maybe 12 or something I didn't think it was so fun anymore but <laughs> it was fun and my mom she was so sweet she helped me sew the pants and I wore them all the time, even though <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done any homemade uh, projects with sewing, but there's a lot of times you don't get the sewing line straight. And so there's like parts of the pant or the shirt or whatever you sewed that's like really tight or really like weird and uncomfortable in some spots. And so I remember the crotch of those pants were so tight and I could like barely sit down in them. They they would be like loose when I'm standing up. And then when I would sit down, they were like super freaking tight on the front. It was so funny. Um, but anyway, back to the bow. So I bought this like super nice sewing machine. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, my mom used to sew all the time. I'm going to, I'm going to be so good at it and I'm going to love it and everything. And I'm going to sell all these bows and all this. And I think I made probably a handful, like 10 bows and I hated it. It was not fun to me. I did not enjoy it. Um, I have, I know other people that just love sewing. They love it. And that is so awesome. Maybe you could try it out and see if you like it. But for me, when it comes to hobbies, it was not that it was not for me. 
Um, I get, I did crocheting for a while and that was fun. I did watercolor because I thought it was so freaking beautiful. And my husband's an artist. So I was like, oh my gosh, how fun. We could like paint together. <laughs> um, but so here's the thing with watercolor. At the time that I got into it, I had two kids. So, and my husband is so freaking sweet. Um, I remember for Christmas, he went out and bought like books and uh, the paintbrushes and different paint colors and everything. He was so sweet. He like got me a whole bunch of stuff, like even like a little carrying box for all my stuff. <laughs> like I said, we go totally out when we find something that we want to do. Um, anyway, so with the watercolor, I, um, I kind of attribute it. So I started it and it was really fun. It was, I got on YouTube and I tried to copy some flowers and try to find the right paper and oh, watercolor. If you've ever tried it, it is such a hard medium to work with. I mean, I'm not a painter and I do, don't do a lot of artsy stuff, but it takes a lot of work to like, um, get everything out, especially when you have kids. So you have your plastic painting like square that you put all the paint on and then you have a little cup of water and you have your paper out and you're also trying to look at, you know, this book to reference or your YouTube video to reference or whatever. And you're trying to like follow all the lines and da, 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 da. And it, it for me was a lot of work and especially having little kids, it was really hard to find a time um, to work on it because I couldn't really do it when they were awake. Because even if I did it on the kitchen counter, they're like asking me for stuff, wanting to do stuff. And so I'd leave it. And then with watercolor, it's supposed to be wet and stuff when you're trying to work on it and everything. And so it would dry. And, um, it was just kind of a messy thing to do with little kids. And so it was really hard. And the other thing with watercolor is for me, I have like a little science brain. I like to have rules and boundaries and this is how to do it. Like the whole mathematical thing. Like I loved math in high school because there was rules. Like you do this, that, and that, and you get to this answer done. Like there's no other way around it. Like that was that. And for watercolor, it's like, just do this and that and whatever. And uh, it was stressful to me. It was honestly stressful to me. And I felt like everything I made was like fine. I kept at it for quite a while and I tried to make it work, but it just wasn't my thing. It wasn't, it wasn't one of those things that you sit down and you're just like, yeah, this is it. Like, I love this. And you think about all these ideas you can do and you can't wait to wake up in the morning and do it. This just wasn't what I was feeling for that. Um, I did practice calligraphy for a while. That was really fun. Of course, racquetball. Um, gardening, I tried. So a little side note with gardening. I have to go back a little bit because... So I always had this imaginized imaginized <laughs> this like idea in my head that when like the epitome of success for me was to be Joanna Gaines basically um I <laughs> don't like to redo houses or anything like that I don't really like anything to do with anything that she does and I am so bad at interior design 
but I admired her for having so much land and having all her animals and gardening. And I just thought her life was perfect. She was out in the country and had great values. And that was just who I wanted to be. And so anyway, I just had this idea that I was going to be a gardener and I was going to love it. And it was going to be this grand thing when I was older and my kids were out of the house and I would have this big thing. Well, this last sum, uh, spring, I decided that I was going to plant some tomatoes for the first time because in our first house, we got a couple things for our plants, but we ended up moving and everything, so it just didn't work out. So anyway, I was like, okay, I'm just going to try one thing. I'm not going to go overboard. I'm just going to plant one thing. So I bought the tomatoes. I brought Isla with me. We went to Home Depot and we got this little plant and it wasn't even a, it, they weren't seeds because I didn't have enough, uh, faith in myself that I would be able to, uh, keep it alive for that long. So I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, it's going to be easy. I'm just going to make it as easy as possible and just see what I think. And I bought the, uh, so I bought the plant and the dirt and some little, not really vitamins, but you know, you can buy that dirt. That's like really nutritious for them. And I bought some tomato like tomato vitamin dirt and I bought this pot and gloves like okay I said I was gonna make it simple but I didn't I bought gloves and I bought shovels I went the whole nine yards again of course and it was fun for a little bit and our tomato plant actually grew and it had so many little tomatoes all over it was a cherry tomato plant that we did and it grew and it was great and it was beautiful and Isla had so much fun and Rolly had so much fun doing it. It, But in the end, sadly, so sadly, I didn't end up liking it at all. And it was, it was kind of really, really depressing and sad that I didn't like it because I don't know if you guys do this, but I... A, a while ago, I created this like 10 year plan where this is where I was going to be in 10 years and these are my goals and this is the person I want to be, blah, blah, blah. And I knew that I had to take that out of it because I hated gardening and I had all these plans that I was going to love gardening and I was going to have all these flowers and these vegetables and these fruit trees and that dream died. It, it died. It died. But that's okay because you shouldn't do a hobby because you want to make money for it or you um, want to like show people look what I can do and you don't want to do it for other people so that's one super important thing to remember about hobbies so hobbies um, what's the point of them why would you take up a hobby why do people why do people even have hobbies is it really that important like what's what's the deal for me, hobbies, and I know for a lot of other people, they really are for you. So they are for yourself. If you care about yourself and you love yourself and you want your self-esteem to be increased and you want to be happy more often in your life and you want to feel fulfilled and you want to have pride in yourself and have patience with yourself and practice love with yourself, get a hobby. 
a hobby seriously gives you all of those things. Um, recently I started looking into embroidery and it was really off of a, off of a whim. Me and Brant went on a vacation and we decided that this vacation was going to be relaxation because it had been so stressful. And of course it was a little bit after COVID and everything. And you know, you guys get me the COVID 2020 thing. It's real. It was so stressful. And we had just come back from you know, our traveling in 2019. And so we were just exhausted. We just wanted to relax and have fun and get to know each other again. And we brought books and I decided I was going to just do a little something. So I got on Amazon and I saw they had these little embroidery kits. And so it comes with the needles and it comes with the fabric and the string and the little wooden, like, I should know what they're called because I've been doing it for a while, but it's like the little wooden ring that you put around it. So it comes with the whole thing, tells you how to do all the different stitching. And in the end, you get this like adorable little thing. And so I was like, I'm going to bring that with me and see if I like it. And so on the trip, I started it out and I was reading the instructions. I'm like, this is going to be so amazing. And I started doing it. And guys, I loved it so much. There is going to be a hobby out there that you guys find. And it's not easy. I went through so, like, I have a list on my paper here. I And I've talked about a lot of the ones that I've done. But I've done so many more than what I've talked about. Uh, but embroidery for me, it gave so much happiness inside me. Like, when I was doing it, I just felt so good and happy. I didn't want to stop doing it. That those are signs that you have found the hobby. I had no interest in um, doing it for anybody else but myself. I was so proud of myself when I finished it. I felt like it did a pretty good job. It was so relaxing and I felt like I actually gave time to myself. And that to me is so important, you guys. Um, hobbies, the, like the most important reason to have a hobby is to give back to yourself. We as moms, and even if you're not a mom, you give. Women have this innate sense to just give to every single person they meet. They just want to be the happiness and the strength and the love for everybody. And they want to serve people and they want to be there for every person. And sometimes you keep pouring the pitcher, pouring, pouring. Here's a little for you and a little for you and a little for you. And you keep pouring. And eventually that pitcher, it's the, the liquid that's inside is completely gone. It's empty. It is bone dry. And at the end of the day, you wonder why you feel so bad when you just served and loved everybody around you. And the reason for me is you got to give something to yourself. You got to fill Fill up that picture just just a little bit. You got to give something back to yourself. And one of those things that you can do to give back to yourself and show the person inside you, that sweet, amazing woman inside you, that you love her, is to have a hobby. There are so many things that you can do to fill up that picture for yourself. And one of those things is to have a hobby. Um, the other day, 
I had this, it wasn't the other day. It was yesterday. My, all my days are blending because I haven't worked for like five days in a row. So anyway, yesterday. So I have been thinking about the next thing that I want to do for embroidery because I finished one of the kits that I did and I'm like, okay, I want to do something else. I miss it. I want to do something with it. And so I'm coming up with all these ideas. And yesterday I decided, okay, I'm just going to go to Walmart because we live in a small town. There's not a lot of options. Okay. We don't have a Hobby Lobby. (laughs) We don't have all these amazing places for artsy stuff. So anyway, I went to Walmart and I bought the little hoopy thing, (laughs) another one. I can't okay it's called a loom that's what it's called um I bought the loom I bought a bunch of string anyway I was like okay I'm just going to get on YouTube and I'm just gonna practice stuff because this is actually a hobby that I enjoy and I'm just gonna practice I'm not gonna make a huge project out of it or anything I'm just going to practice and just enjoy it. And so I got all my supplies and yesterday I decided I'm like okay I'm just gonna start I'm just going to find like a little, a small flower design or something just to practice over and over. And I did that while the kids were playing outside and it felt so good. I'm one of those moms and it's not a good thing that I do this, but I'm one of those moms that if I'm not like playing with my kids 24 seven or like doing stuff for them or being super nice to them. I just feel guilty. Oh, I hate it, but it does happen. And so for me, the embroidery and having little hobbies like that, that I can do while the kids are playing or while they're, you know, watching a show or, you know, while they're having quiet time, whatever it is, it is so nice to be productive while you're with the kids. Because then I don't get that guilty feeling of that feeling like you should be doing more. You should do that. You know, those all those brain loops that you get to make you feel bad. Those just, they melt away. So if you guys are feeling that way where you feel like you need to be doing something with the kids and I, I did all these lists, da, 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 make some time to um, practice your hobby or find a hobby or just something simple that you can do just to pass the time and spend some time with yourself and listen to the thoughts that your brain is coming up with and getting to know yourself a little better. And not to mention, it relieves so much stress. I don't know what it is about doing something for yourself but it does. It relieves so much stress. And I just, I recommend it so much, you guys. Um, a lot of times, and I know I do this too. I make so many excuses of why not to ha- make time for my hobby. And I really think it comes down to this. Um, I don't know if you guys have read, this is the second time I'm referencing a book <laughs> on the podcast, but it's called... Um, The War of Art, okay? It's this really thin book and it talks about, and I haven't even finished it. I've gotten through half of it, but it's super good, you guys. It's called The Art, no, The War of Art, okay? And it talks about this resistance that you have inside of you, but it's this resistance inside of you that prevents you from doing what you really wanna do. And for me, a lot of times that comes up in my head like, hey, you don't need to do that hobby right now. You don't have time for it. 
you can't do that while the kids are awake. Like it's going to make a huge mess and you're not going to give all the time and attention that they need, blah, blah, blah. So many excuses. And you know, it's not important. Hobbies are just a thing that you do on the side. It's not a big deal. They are important by the way, do it. Those thoughts, that resistance that you get inside your head, that's like, hey, no, you shouldn't do that. Like, it's not good for you. Don't even do it. Don't even think about it. Um, <laughs> but that is the thing that's going to prevent you from being just a little bit happier that day. And I promise you guys that if you try and just let those excuses fall away and make some time for yourself to do your little hobby, even just research a hobby that you want to do. It really pays off. And if those excuses keep coming and coming and coming, that's just a sign that you know that you have to get a hobby because there's some, there's some sort of resistance and there's some sort of something in the universe that's like, you should not get a hobby, but really it's going to be good for you. Um, and so the last thing I think it's really fun to do this. I don't know if you guys like it, but I like at the end to just kind of get like a little challenge of what to do for this week. And maybe just like one little thing you could do to make you just feel a little better. I feel like that is really my goal in this podcast is just self-awareness and just making anybody out there that's listening to feel just a tiny bit better today or this week. And so my challenge for you guys this week is to just get, if you do not have a hobby and you're like racking your brain of like different things that you like to do and you can't think of any, go get on the internet and just search. All you have to put in the Google bar is hobbies and it'll just list like hundreds and hundreds of hobbies that you can look through and click through. And I just suggest that you guys just go do that. Just find something that looks exciting that looks interesting that you admire and you you might even get to know yourself a little bit better and be like why do I even like crochet like why would I be interested in that you know just try it you never know and just you know take a list if it's like dancing or you I think it would be interesting to like write stories or just, you know, try a whole bunch of things out and just see if you like it. There are so many things out there that are totally free. My, the embroidery thing that I started, I think the kit on Amazon was $10, $10. You could start a hobby and see if you like it. You know, that's like going out to eat once <laughs> and look, hobbies are going to make you so much happier than going out to eat. I promise. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah, try a couple out and see what you like and, um, have fun with it. Don't put pressure on yourself. Don't be like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm going to start sewing bows. So I better, you know, I got to make my own business and I got to make money doing it. You do not, you don't need to do that. Do it for you. Remember the hobbies are for you. It's for you. Have fun with it. Make mistakes, you know? Just mess up a bunch of times. Guess what? No one is watching you. It's just you. It's okay. We all we all make mistakes and you're going to get better at it and it's going to be super fun. So anyway, I just want to leave that with you guys and I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you guys can let me know what are some amazing hobbies that you do. I would love to know them. 
Um, I've shared like a gazillion with you and I'm sure I've done so many more, but it's just fun. It's a great way to connect. If there are a list of hobbies on here that I mentioned that you like, reach out to me and tell me how it went and what you like about it. Like seriously, guys, hobbies are a way that you can connect and feel good and melt away that stress. And yeah, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys have an amazing week filled with smiles and connection and love. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.